Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry Standing. Join me as I connect with other professionals whose work parallels my own. Parents wonder if they have what it takes to make their kids healthy. I believe that they do. Tune in while I talk to my guests as we explore integrative and functional medicine topics as they relate to kids. Hi, welcome back to Bluebird Integrative Pediatrics Radio. Oh, today I am with Janine Armstrong. She's the owner of Health Fit Coach. She's a certified health coach and women's fitness specialist. And you might wonder why a pediatrician would be talking to a woman's health fitness specialist, but I've gotten to be friends with Janine, and I really like the way she thinks about things. And there are a lot of things that go across the lifespan, I think, in relation to things like how do we talk about changing habits? How do we make lifestyle changes, and then mm-hmm. some dietary things like we thought we might kind of talk about sugar today. Yeah. Yes. So, hi. Thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Tell yeah. us a little bit first just about how you got started in this because you haven't done okay. this all your life. I have not. No. Um, I No, I had a long career um, in uh, bank marketing, so kind of corporate marketing, and thought that's where I would stay till it was time to retire. And uh, fortunately, my job was eliminated, which many people would say that's not fortunate. Um, but for me, it was the right time. I needed that prod to do something different in my life. You made um, lemonade out of it. I did. Yeah. Yes, and I have said that often that that I feel like I made lemonade, and I was I was excited. Like, okay, this is a chance to to do something else. And um, I mean, I was fifty seven years old, so it's not like oh, I had the whole world ahead of me, you know, all uh-huh. the time in the world, but I decided to do something that I was more passionate about, where I could actually help others in some way. And I decided that helping women who are struggling with menopause and and aging is what I wanted to do. Because when I turned 50, I felt like I hit a brick wall Mm -hmm. as I I headed into that. I took my long list of things that were going wrong. Now my body was betraying me. Like, what the heck? What's going on here? I took in my doctor and she put me on antidepressants. Uh That was her answer. I didn't know any better, so I just wanted some help. Mm-hmm. And I soon realized that that is not the way that I wanted to um, to deal with this time in my life and, and aging. So mm-hmm. so I, I did a lot of research, a lot of reading. I tried lots of different things. But in hindsight, I, I realized that focusing on my, my nutrition and exercise yes. is what really helped me take charge mm-hmm. of, of my well-being and my, my mental state and everything else. So focused a lot on, on what I ate and when I ate and um, actually hired a personal trainer for the first time oh. in my life. I never saw the value. <laughs> like, I can do this myself. <laughs> and then realized that maybe I couldn't. Uh-huh. And by going to this personal trainer, he inspired me to, to do a lot more on my own. So I found that I was exercising a lot and it became very important for me to do that. So those things were really important. And I thought, okay, I want to help other women do that. And I can do that through being a lifestyle health coach and a personal trainer for women. But I also discovered in all my um, trial and error and my education in this area that um, I could get a whole lot healthier. And so I hit a whole new level of health and well-being just by changing the way I ate, things I ate, and, and thinking about wellness in a whole different approach, like 
giving up that diet mentality, mm-hmm. not um, saying I can't have this and I can't have that and depriving myself, but learning to eat lots of whole, real, nutritious, good for you foods, like eating lots of that stuff. Yes. Being full, not needing snacking, you know, in between, because, oh my gosh, I didn't eat a lean cuisine for lunch. I actually ate something that was good for me. Yeah. And so I refound my energy. I don't get sleepy in the afternoons anymore. And most importantly, I kicked my sugar habit and I had a big sugar habit. So I found that, you know, changing my thinking about how I approach this and then doing it differently and not dieting anymore, it changed everything. Isn't that something? Yeah. And I think that another thing that I'm thinking while you're talking is that I think in our culture, we make menopause and aging in women a disease. And it's not a disease. It's not. No. No. I mean, it's a, it's a fact of life. And mm-hmm. It's normal. It's normal. And, and um, you can feel good. You can feel good. You can survive it. You can thrive mm-hmm. through it if you yeah. just take the right approach and have the right mindset and, and get the right support. Yeah. You're living proof. Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't easy, but, you know. <laughs> Before we talk about sugar, let's talk a little bit about changing habits, like how Mm -hmm. how you help people change habits. It's not easy. It's not easy, and it does take time. And that's the thing is people need to realize that you you don't change habits overnight, Mm -hmm. which is why most people don't stick to forming a new habit because they give up too soon. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't happen right away, well, the heck with that. I'll Uh go on to something else, Mm -hmm. which is, is why deprivation diets Mm-hmm. don't work. Yeah. And eating in a different way is forming a new habit. Mm-hmm. And if you um, just deprive yourself of certain foods, you're never going to change that habit. But first of all, I think somebody has to want to change. Mm-hmm. They have to recognize this is not a habit that's good for me, mm-hmm. whether it is what you eat or sleeping in in the morning, yeah. you know, not getting up on time, being late for work, mm-hmm. going to bed on time, putting away the the blue light stuff, you know, before yeah, you go to bed. That's and a big deal for me. I it's talk hard. to patients about that a lot. It's really important for kids. Yeah. To not be on screens. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think what's really important is to not try and go all in and get it, do it all at once. Yes. Is to just take a little step mm-hmm. in the right direction. Everybody can make one little change mm-hmm. to start with. And then you start realizing, I can do this, mm-hmm. or I feel better. You know, if you decide to exercise and you just do you know, five sit-ups every morning, uh-huh. or you go for a 10-minute walk, you start to feel better. Uh-huh. And those things will build. Mm-hmm. And so when you take your time and you um, think positively about what your goals are and how badly you want to get there, and what does that look like when I'm there? That's what I have clients do is to visualize and step into their vision, their healthier vision of themselves. Mm-hmm. And what does it look like? What does it feel like? And what difference will that make in my life? Mm-hmm. And you can do that with anything. But and then to have you as a mentor and kind of helping them along the path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, having anybody that can be help you be accountable, hold yeah. you accountable, be your support, mm-hmm. be your cheerleader, be your tough love coach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can have friends, you can have family that do that too. But it really does help to have somebody there that is rooting for you and keeping you on track. Yeah. Because it's, it's, we all fall off track. Mm-hmm. It happens. We just keep on going. Yeah. So how did you stop eating sugar? Well, two things. I do a reset cleanse, a 14-day reset cleanse for some clients. Is a food elimination of the foods that cause most sensitivity. 
for mm-hmm. people like gluten and dairy and alcohol, sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, sugar should be eliminated no matter what, but mm-hmm. you just move that out of your diet. So they can see how it feels to be off of those things. And kind of you see how it plans. feels. Mm-hmm. So you are, you're getting some toxins out of your body. You're feeling better. You start to regain your energy. Mm-hmm. And then you try them, those foods individually again, like gluten for a couple of days, dairy. And you just pay attention to mm-hmm. how you feel. And am I bloated again? Am I sleepy? So my energy level drop? Am I achy? You know, all the, lots of things can happen to different people. Mm-hmm. But um, I did that, which meant I, I did cut sugar out for two weeks to do this. But I ate lots of good food. Uh-huh. You know, there was no starvation at all. So I, I started to retrain my taste buds over those two weeks by not having the sugar and finding the sweetness that I thought I craved in watermelon and mm-hmm. raspberries and fruit. Mm-hmm. And I have found myself by eating more of the good for you foods, there's not room for the bad for you foods. They're mm-hmm. not so good for your foods as much. Mm-hmm. And your taste buds change. Mm-hmm. So when I then started, so then I stayed off sugar because I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. And then I started, if I would have something that was like milk chocolate or something sweet, it was, blah, like that really tasted awful because uh-huh. I wasn't used to it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I got the stuff out of my house, you know, out of sight, out of mind, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I think the big thing is was changing my taste buds. Mm-hmm. How long do you think it took? Um, two weeks. Yeah, I That's think. Who, I yeah, only two weeks. Have people do Hyman's ten day detox, and mm-hmm. so that's ten days, and a lot of time. Yeah, I think two weeks is about. Yeah, is a good amount of time. It's can. also amount of time when you can notice how differently you feel. Yeah, I think you can notice in just a few days. Yeah, when you cut some of those things out of your diet. Mm-hmm. And at first it might feel, you might feel sluggish and drained because you're kind of shocking your body, mm-hmm. but shoom, then all of a sudden your energy soars, your sleep better. Like after about three or four days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that hard, but if people don't want to do it that way, um, you, you take it, you do more baby steps mm-hmm. and start to wean it out of your life. And mm-hmm. I have a number of tips for how people can do that if we want to get into that in a, yeah, how do you in do a minute that? or so. Well, you remove the stuff from your, from your kitchen, <laughs> from your, kitchen <laughs> your pantry, your car, your purse, your briefcase. Oh, yeah. Your desk at office. Your desk. Yeah. Anywhere where you might um, stick little bags of M&Ms. Yeah. Which is just in case. I did. I always have just something just in case. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you really have to think about, well, where do I keep all that stuff? Uh-huh. Um, and you you just, you remove it from your life and you don't bring it back in. Because if you have a craving and there's nothing to be grabbed, there's nothing that you see that makes you think about it, you're much more likely to grab an apple. Mm-hmm. If you keep a bowl of fruit on the counter mm-hmm. or you have, you have fruit in your house or you have other good for you foods, that you're going to start gravitating towards those foods mm-hmm. if you feel like you really have to have something. Uh, being prepared and carrying healthy snacks with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So I keep um, a bag of, of raw nuts mm-hmm. or individual portions mm-hmm. in my car, in my purse. I bring water with me. Um, having things on hand that you can go to and you know they're good for you rather than you're in your car, you're running your kids around or whatever you're doing and you have nothing. And what are you going to do? You're going to buy something. You're going to stop into the convenience store. And you're going to pick something up or go through the drive-thru 
get some ice cream, get some pop, I don't know, whatever your thing is. Mm -hmm. Because when those cravings hit, they can hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. When you're you're working on them. them. No. No. And we can talk about sugar as an addiction and why those cravings are so so hard to avoid if you yes i'd like, like to, to let's talk about sugar let's say everything we know about sugar everything i know which probably isn't everything but stuff that <laughs> stuff well, that i've learned really that i think is really important I think we don't for parents of kid when you know i see all the a lot of kids that i think processed food has so much sugar in it we're not even aware of it like you might That's unless mm-hmm. you get really savvy at reading the labels Mm-hmm. You don't understand how much sugar we're actually eating that's in processed food and in our, even if you have, right. like people think of like sports drinks or Gatorade, they think of if you exercise and you can drink Gatorade, it's a lot of sugar. Yep. So it's just, we're eating an exponential amount of sugar compared to what we ate even as when you and I were probably oh so, Yeah, let's talk about yeah. all that. Let's talk about how much sugar we're eating. Yeah. First of all. On average, we consume, each of us, 150 pounds of sugar a year. Isn't that unbelievable? Yes. And that's about 33 teaspoons a day. And the American Heart Association recommends no more than six for women and kids. That's still a lot. And that's still a lot. So there is no, like, dietary requirement for added sugar. (laughs) So they make that clear. It's like, but really, don't go more than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you can do no sugar, that's great. But, you know, that sometimes may be hard to do, too. So nine teaspoons for men. Mm-hmm. But then let's talk about grams because on packaging, it's listed in, in grams of sugar. Mm-hmm. So one teaspoon of sugar is four grams of sugar. Mm-hmm. So that's what, about 25 and 36 for women and children. And yet our average is 132 grams per person a day. Mm-hmm. So we have a problem, mm-hmm. right? And you're right that... The sugar is hidden in everything. Mm-hmm. So I call it sneaky sugar. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a believer, and I've heard lots of experts who believe that the multi-billion dollar food industry, the giants, they they rely on us being addicted to sugar. Yes, I agree with you. Because mm-hmm. that's what sells their products. Mm-hmm. And they make this stuff cheap. They make it easy to get. And it's good for on the go and for busy working moms and you know, harried executives that just don't have time to cook and we, we grab and we go and we multitask. And, and high sit fructose down and corn syrup is really cheap and really, really nasty. Yes. Yeah. So it is hidden in tons of food that you wouldn't even expect. Mm-hmm. So I have, I talk to people and we talk about sugar and they say, no, I really don't have a problem with sugar. I don't, I don't eat sugary things mm-hmm. um, or I don't give my kids mm-hmm. candy. I, I keep, Want them have sugary stuff, yeah. But it's hidden in things like, I mean, savory foods, pasta sauce, mm-hmm. bread, ketchup, soups, uh, frozen meals, mm-hmm. yogurt. Like people think yogurt and is very healthy, but many yogurts have a lot of sugar. It's it's really loaded with sugar. Mm-hmm. So things that um, we think of granola, as granola, yes, cereal, and like you said, the energy bars, the protein bars, protein powders. All the things that athletes are supposed to be, you know, eating and drinking, and then the food in- industry makes us believe that all this stuff is really good for us. It's natural. They, it's natural. It's um, whole grain. It's heart healthy. All those things that make mm-hmm. you feel like 
the packaging and the, the marketing on TV, mm-hmm. like nature, what's, what's the big granola bar? I can't even think. Nature Valley mm-hmm. granola bars. People out hiking and you know getting exercise and eating these sugary high fructose corn syrup granola bars. Yeah, and uh, so they make you believe that it's good for you, and truly it isn't. So. You mentioned um, label reading. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first things that I help people learn how to do if they're mm-hmm. trying to kick sugar. Because if you're a super savvy shopper and you know what you're putting in, in your body and in your families, you know how to read a label, you'll know when to put that package back on the shelf. That's right. Uh-huh. And so if something has a package, if it has a label, you need to read it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, fruits, vegetables, they don't have packages. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to read the label because there isn't a label to read. We know what it is. We can see it. It's a real food. So people need to identify how many grams of sugar are in a serving mm-hmm. and to pay attention to how many servings. If you start eating something and you realize that you've maybe had six servings yeah, because the serving is like six pieces, six yeah. crackers or something, you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. So then I've had six times whatever the grams are, which, you know, is really easy to get out of control. Yeah. But... um the other thing is then look where sugar shows up on the ingredients list mm-hmm. because, you know, whatever comes first is the greatest volume. So when sugar shows up early on or three to four times in the ingredients list, you know, it's not a good choice. But sugar has 59 names too, which makes it challenging. Yes. To know that another it's actually, trick. It's another trick. Another I don't sneaky. know who came up with all those things, but no. you could have four different names in one product. Yeah. So... We um, talked briefly about sugar as an addiction. I think we did mention that earlier, and it it truly is. And that's why it's hard for some people to just stop mm-hmm. because it's like a drug addiction. It's it's yes. the, it to your brain. It's the equivalent of what cocaine does, yeah. and there are studies on that because mm-hmm. it lights up that reward center of your brain, mm-hmm. the same spot mm-hmm. that makes you feel really good, really fast. Mm-hmm. And just like taking a drug, you have to have more and more. To keep that high mm-hmm. because it's not enough. And so addictions just get stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just a matter of saying to yourself, well, I just won't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you know, it does take like a little bit of detox, rehab focus to be really aware of what you're doing and how you're weaning that out of your life if that's the way you choose to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a problem, which is leading to. It's not just the weight gain, right? Not just obesity. No, it's like non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is probably related to high fructose corn syrup. They're really getting to be more and more of a problem, even in kids and adolescents. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, and cancer feeds off of sugar. Mm-hmm. We know that. And it yeast affects and the diabetes. It's not good for your gut microbiome. It's, it can lead to heart disease, mm-hmm. inflammation. Yes. And diabetes. And Extreme weight gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we could call it an epidemic. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do really like to be able to um, help people understand the problems with eating too much sugar and what you can do about it mm-hmm. to get a better grip of, of your health. And it really does make a difference in so I many agree. ways. I agree. I did the same thing. I took myself off sugar and I just, I just couldn't believe how much better I felt. Yeah. It sneaks up on you. Oh, yeah. And you've, it doesn't, you don't even know you feel badly until you stop eating it. Yeah. Which is the same with lots of other food groups, too, that mm-hmm. cause sensitivities. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you don't know that gluten bloats you mm-hmm. or makes you crampy mm-hmm. until you stop 
eating it mm-hmm. or whatever dairy, you know, might do to a person. And Yes. Mm-hmm. Nightshade, vegetables, lots of different things that can affect us. And both gluten and casein form morphine type molecules too. So you know a lot more being a doctor than, well, <laughs> than I do about well, those kind of details. I, I talk to people about those same foods that you're mentioning. Yeah. And people will also ask about fruit sugars in fruit. And I think the I think that's those are good things to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that you can you can overdo that. Yeah. Because you know, there are calories in that too. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to go over the deep end on fruits, which is why fruit juice it's really is a, lot. a problem mm-hmm. because even there's a lot of sugar in a lot of juices mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that kids are given lots of juice because I, I don't think it's very good for you. And I would much rather eat five oranges <laughs> than drink a small glass of the juice. And you get yeah. the fiber and get the satisfaction of the eating, get the texture, yes. you get that taste. It takes a lot longer. It's going to fill you up. That's right. But all good for reasons. all good reasons, yeah, to not to not drink juice. Did you know about the new labels? They're coming on, no. on packaged foods, and I don't know when because I think the government keeps pushing it back. But they're going to be required to um, show you how much of the sugar in a product is added sugar. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because the natural sugars, that's good for you, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't you can buy it. avoid those. You don't have to avoid those but mm-hmm. as long as you can know you know where the sugar is coming from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're required to say, here's total sugars, and then added sugar is... Wow. X grams of the total grams, and sometimes it's the total number. And there are labels out there now. People are already doing it, but I don't think it's mandatory yet. Hmm. But one of the better things oh, happening that's really good. and mm-hmm. making it easier for people to... They're changing a lot of things in the labels, but that's the one thing I've zeroed in on as being really useful. I just can't find it anywhere when it's going to be mandatory. No, some companies are pretty insistent. The big food giants. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We don't want you to see. Yeah. Yeah. There's a movie that I watched called The Sugar Movie. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. No. It's a man decides to just eat kind of what, what, like foods we're talking about that people would think of as healthy, like yogurt and granola bars and things, and see what how he felt. And it's a documentary about that. It's pretty illuminating. And he didn't feel so good. No. After that. No, he gained a lot of weight and. So, yeah, eating quote quote healthy foods. Yeah, not yeah. just not just a whole food plant kind of based diet, but more yeah. processed. That's an interesting move. I will look for that. Mm-hmm. I think just awareness and simple education can help so many people. You know, don't, they don't have to. It's not to be a big transformation. No, and, put your attention on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just be aware, and you can make small changes and. If parents and, and the women that I work with that are, you know, trying to help themselves um, just start to read labels and just put things back on the shelf mm-hmm. that they might have thought were good for them, I mean, right there, you're you're just making one small change. You just don't take it home. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not there. Apples. Yeah. That's right. And the carrots. <laughs> you know, it sounds kind of earthy, but you really do um, learn to crave those foods. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, craving a big old salad and burger and fries or, you know, plate of M&M's. <laughs> I don't bother with the plate, just eat them out of the bag. 
<laughs> yeah, why put them on a plate? Big Ziploc bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the feet of family size. <laughs> don't don't dirty a dish. <laughs> well, thank you. Is there is there anything else you'd like to say about sugar or anything else? Or tell us a I little think so. about how people can get in touch with you if they'd like to be interested in what yeah. getting help from you and what it what it would entail. Yes, um, I have a website. It's um, www.healthfitcoach.net, not .com, unfortunately. <laughs> My email is uh, Janine, J-E-N-E-N-E, at healthfitcoach.net. Um, but if you go to my website, you can contact me through there. And my website talks about all those programs, the one-on-one coaching, the fitness training. The coaching is typically a 90-day program because it can take 90 days to change habits. And so uh, once a week for an hour, and people learn to do things differently and take little steps and make little changes, and and it's it's pretty successful for most people that, that try it. If, if somebody's ready for some accountability and support mm-hmm. and, and some guidance and empowerment. Yeah. And I am I'm working on a, um, I will be launching soon a group health coaching workshop. Oh, good. What's so that? that, well... If somebody isn't ready to jump into the 90-day one-on-one, this is going to be a three-hour workshop for women um, where we'll talk about lots of different topics that I would love women to be more aware of Mm -hmm. a factor into why their health is the way it is. Because it's not just about what you eat. Yeah. You know, it is really everything in your lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. when one thing's out of whack, nearly almost everything else is a bit out of whack too. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll focus on what you eat and... You know, who you're being, when you eat, how do you eat. Those are all things that factor into how fast do you eat, types of foods, learn to experiment with different foods, talk about sleep and stress and water and programming how you raise to think about mm-hmm. food or dieting. Because all those That's things so play into who you are today. Yeah. But we don't always realize that. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be, it's really be three hours of... of um, a lot of a lot of topics that we'll touch on that people can do something with, or think further about, or or jump into, you know, full coaching and yeah. go a little deeper. It's an introduction to what you do. Yeah, that but but really it should good. be very helpful with a lot of good information that people can run with on their own too. And that will be posted on my website pretty soon. Good. Thank and that you. that's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming today. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. It's just fun to talk with you. You've reached the end of another episode of Bluebird Integrative Pediatrics Radio with Dr. Sherry Standing. Thanks for listening. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website at bluebirdintegrativepediatrics.com. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a review at iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you.